0: This week in league, the West Tigers take a gigantic piss on the memory of Bruiser.
1: The Bulldogs take some Samoan lessons and learn that Matiutia translates to Burgess.
0: Rabbitohs on the same shit that turned Ray Lewis into a murderous killbot.
1: And we preview all of the action for the 2014 NRL Grand Final.
0: We'll more this week in league. <laughs> Welcome to episode 174 of this weekend league. I'm Nate
1: and I am Glenn.
0: So <laughs> we've come to it's come to this the grand final week, which uh it's, it's actually it's it's meaningless to us in terms of timing of the show because we always run a couple past there with the hits and misses and things like that. But it does mean that it's uh, starting to come to an end.
1: Oh fuck! I forgot about the hits and misses. I was <laughs> you're thinking I've oh, got Twillies in we're done. <laughs> I was thinking how many more midnight trips home have I got?
0: I mean but, I mean this is like is this the fourth or fifth year? I can't remember. Fifth. Fourth, fifth? fifth? Fuck. Yet I can't tell you how many episodes we have after the grand final traditionally, even though we've been down this path four times already. Like I know we got the Twillies one, but is that is that like next week or is it the week after?
1: well we're gonna have to do an episode to recap the grand final, but and what are we following do like the back? Of the Twillies. It? And then we've got to do hits and misses. Yeah, so three Ah oh, Nicklin will be a big fan of that.
0: Yeah, so uh, so three, yeah, three to go, that'd be good. Nice, a bit of a rest. Yeah, it's a long, it's a long season, longer for us than those fucking shifty players.
1: Yeah, exactly. We no, I mean, were fine. we're working hard for the man. Exactly, the man being us. Us, <laughs> great man. Yeah, <laughs> a bit of
0: feedback this week. Because let's face it, you know, there's uh, not a lot of games on. So uh, you know, if you're not into the feedback, well, keep listening anyway. You might learn to love it. Andy Kintz, who the fuck's not into the feedback? Uh well, look. To be fair. There hasn't been a complaint for a very long time. You're right, okay. but remember, towards sort of the start, like you know, start of season, mid, mid, maybe up yeah. as far as like you know, sort of thirty percent through a season, you get the odd person. God going, forbid, oh, we'd
1: you know give a little bit of positive and negative at times, stuff about look, our own show. We started this. We started <laughs> Sorry guys, the show. Why don't you fucking tell us how we should do our own show?
0: Well, we started we started doing the show, and like you know, we had a, in our head it was going to be one thing, and then over five years, it's become something. You know, it's, it's stayed pretty much. The core, the core's there, but I mean, there have been like little changes and sure. evolutions over time. We used time. to have a clock. People bitched like, about that. that's yeah, not no really. Idea. That. But I mean, the clock only sort of came through, like you know, year three or year four. Oh, I used four, to give magnificent
1: accents. Yeah, nice to No happen. one's
0: doing that anymore. Uh, there's, a, there's, oh fuck, I wonder if I got the twin feedback. But yes,
1: remember people somewhat... used to love a bit of hey bro. Hey bro. I haven't done that in ages.
0: Well, that's because it's basically the the number of Kiwi players and uh, and Englishmen in the West Tigers team is, is dwindled to to nothing.
1: That is very true. So. very true. I miss McGaddith. Miss him. Great man.
0: Yeah. yeah, you can't. You know, I mean, and and we got a tweet saying that you know James Graham, he's got like a soft fucking you know Liverpool accent, not a fucking Look, whatever blah 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 accent.
1: That's like telling me that you know. Poms is poms is poms. Well, that's like telling me that, you know, there's different kinds of dog shit. At the end of the day, it all comes from a dog's ass. Poms are all the same, as far as I'm concerned. Throw the Scots and the Irish and the fucking Welsh in there too. You wouldn't say... And the fucking Norwegians. They're all the fucking same. You wouldn't say, like as an Australian, you wouldn't go, oh,
0: fucking... Jonathan Thurston, he's a Queenslander and he lives in North Queensland. You're fucking doing an Adelaide accent.
1: Well, those Adelaideans do speak funny. <laughs> so. I remember we had a teacher that was from Adelaide. Yeah. Campbelltown High. I don't know yeah. how she got from Adelaide to Campbelltown. What if I Demoted. Folks, it was it funny, sad life she's
0: lived. <laughs> Perhaps she banged a student at <laughs> school or <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm pretty sure she had a pretty uh, lengthy criminal record. Um, but uh, she used to say recess instead of recess.
0: Well, she's fucking... How'd she even pass university, how did you even get a teaching degree?
1: And everyone used to give a shit about it, and she was like, oh no, it's because it's I'm from Adelaide, that's how we say it down there. I'm like, uh, what a shit place that must be.
0: There's there's no real difference in accents in Australia.
1: I went to Adelaide. Apart did from... a tour of the Barossa Valley, all the you? wineries, don't drink wine. Yeah, unless you mix Cut it half up. with lemonade. Mag- <laughs> well, that was at the same time, that fateful, fateful fucking day. The day of the shandies. A as a sh- as sure. should almost got hospitalised from drinking shandies, but that's a story for another day, Nathan.
0: I, I, I dare say that if you go back through the back catalogues, it may have appeared on the show. I mean, because I know—I mean, I've heard it, so I, I can only assume.
1: Yeah, well, I see you other times, other than the yeah, show. Yeah,
0: but I suspect I mean we, 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 we were talking. Except about Except that
1: bit where you've never met Leah.
0: Yeah, how about that fucking hell. <laughs>
1: Uncle no Nate, one. who fucks Uncle Nate, Leah no, says. Well, no one's sick he's anymore. He's talking now, by the yeah. way. <laughs> and swearing.
0: He's, a, he's, a, he's actually he's, he's riding a bike with our training wheels. To be honest,
1: <laughs> gets his L's next week, Leah.
0: Oh fuck! Well, you know, once the show's done, we'll be so we'll be free. Yes, <laughs> we'll exactly. It. If no one's sick. Because that's the main problem we had. Yeah, we've
1: had two different attempts.
0: You've got a a house over there with five people in it. I've got a house over here with four people in it. It's very difficult to keep all nine people healthy, especially around a young... When you don't want to be the one that makes a little baby sick. Yeah. (laughs) This winter was fucked too, like, for that shit. I mean, Mm. we we, we didn't get smashed too hard, the two of us. But there's been, like, last year you were sick all fucking year. Mm. Anyway feedback time enough
1: about about what about the feedback next week stop fucking talking about yourselves
0: yeah (laughs) Andy Kintz aka Bald Andy you should set up a no Mitch's club hash we're allowed to have one
1: I was going to make a joke about Kintz being close to cunts but the man speaks the truth I'm not going to make a joke about his name (laughs)
0: Uh, at B15542 uh, who I often call the Tourette's guy Hey guys, just to let you know, my wife and I are the proud parents of a new baby boy. Hash go, rabbitoes? And then that was a couple of days ago. Then he sent uh, another tweet, or did, days or whatever, you know hours, whenever it was. And then he sent another one with the baby draped in a rabbitoes jersey. And I just thought, good man. Well, I work in you know the the web and internet industries, so I basically use that tweet to track his IP. And um, we should get a fucking knock on the door from Docs. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Congratulations on your new arrival, Blitz and Rickson.
0: Jesus, Adam Rickson, and Rickson though, that's like, that's that's almost like as good as Boom Matty McCabe. Sensational. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they should go to the Sham Wow School of Self Absorbed. And
0: he's going. I would prefer boy, the boys from this week and to host the host of Daly M's. Leave the banter and the jokes to the experts. Oh, could you imagine? You're welcome. You could you remember how how bashed and 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 sued. And f-
1: and fired, we would be. People so would be like, we'd be making Brendan Favola, Favola at the fucking Brownlows that year. Oh. We'd make him look like fucking Gray Martin. <laughs> Can
0: you, ima- you imagine though? you're doing the count, like, and, and you know, it's because uh, they don't. They only Robbie Farrell
1: one point. What?
0: They, they only do they only do the points that actually affect the top ten at that at any given point. Don't they? I mean, like you know Brownlow's. Oh, they I go through one. Brownlow's. Go through every point. You know every point for the round. And then they go the next one, and they don't go from the shut off period. There is no shut off period. They go from round one, all the way yeah. through. So it's probably very long and boring. But people seem to like it more than Dally M's anyway. But um, can you imagine? It's like you know, the St George Illawarra Dragons versus the Canberra Raiders. Uh, two points. Ben Cray.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that fucking <cap>. cat. Cat! Cat!
0: <laughs> and, and he's there like in the front <laughs> row down there with a the fucking dragon's toe. It's like tear, single tear <laughs>
1: rolls down his face. <laughs> <He> fucking... <laughs> Jumps in behind a teammate uh, and starts lobbing fucking bread rolls at us from <laughs> across the room.
0: <laughs> Two points. I wouldn't give that cat kind a of can of whiskers for that performance. <laughs> oh, man. But... You could say, like when, like when Ricky Gervais did the, um, the Golden Globes, you know, the, the, I imagine the people there that weren't humiliated <laughs> or <be all> horribly <laughs> well insulted, intent. they'd just be like, oh man, that was so loose, it was awesome. T. <laughs> Thurston looked pretty loose too. He looked like pretty, he was pretty drunk by the end of it. He's probably He's still.
1: I, uh, a mate of mine went on a cruise yep. and they had a stop off in fucking Cairns or somewhere Yeah, and just happened to send me a photo with uh, the, the caption was, your mate. Yeah. And it was him and Robert Louie. Oh. And I was like, fucking careful, he doesn't beat you up. You do look a bit like his missus. <laughs> he was throwing <you> overboard. <laughs> and he tells me the whole North Queensland Cowboys team was there. He got photos of Thurston and all the rest of them. And he said, "Jesus, they smelt like old grog. So <laughs> <laughs> they must have had a so of when So when was this? Oh, Just recently? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just on the Monday after they've got... Oh, okay. like so
0: mad Monday. So, oh, well, yeah, better getting a photo with him on a cruise than him, you know, mm-hmm. kicking the crap out of his yeah. missus.
1: But, he obviously uh, missed, you know... Misheard the fucking term cruisers. (laughs) He's like, yeah, Robert, I've been on the cruisers too. Nah, mate. I don't give
0: a fuck about this boat. I'm trying to get drunk, bitch.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Fuck your boat.
0: At Shane Aaron Elvis. Can you give a shout out to any London Twill listeners on this week's episode to contact at SammyBoy1986 or myself, that's at Shane Aaron Elvis, for our grand final meet. Little uh, fucking our little fiefdom over in the UK is 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 you know gaining some, some some measure of autonomy and they're creating their own meetups, which is fantastic. I love
1: it. So yeah, I if wish you... I could get there and fucking sing some piss properly, you know, instead of drinking it out of a fucking teacup like those cunts do over there. <laughs> yeah, well that's the thing. You can't. You'd be doing it and
0: you'd be drinking it warm too. Warm bourbon. Sure oh, not. Well, you know. I'd... You know, beer.
1: warm beer fair enough that's a fucking stereotype that they have to stick to it's been built over generations the only warm good thing bourbon. the only good thing over there drinking over there is Fuck, that, you, know, you grab your what beer what sort of a fucking country are they
0: the only thing good about drinking over there is when you know, you grab your beer from the bar and you can walk outside and drink it on the footpath yeah that's some good shit
1: and then other than that if you get enough beers you can pour it into a bath jump in have a tub or
0: you walk outside because the weather's so fucking miserable your beer gets cold and you can actually drink it <laughs> At Fishpot thirteen he replied to this one and said, uh, if you're doing requests for episode one seventy four, can you call me a cunt? After all, I am a Mitch. Hash bucket list. That's how you're doing? Alright, cool. (laughs) (laughs) At yeah but nah. Kinda hoping South win next weekend just to watch Tool Nation go into fucking meltdown. I just I think that I think it's gonna go into meltdown.
1: I I don't like the hate. I don't I've got to admit, I don't like it. Yeah, I can understand your thing with too, dogs.
0: You're too, you're too, you're too gentle, though. You're a gentle I'm not, soul.
1: I'm not a gentle soul. <laughs> I can be the biggest motherfucker you've ever met, and you know this. <laughs> I just, I just don't get the south thing. I, I, don't, I, I, don't, I like I, the story. It's 43 years. I don't understand they fallen at the hurdle. They've had wooden spoon after wooden spoon. They've had some shit players. Yeah. Lots of shit players. Yeah. I'll fucking. Probably, yeah. like Years and years yeah. of teams full of shit players. Now they've got a fucking cracking team. They've got a great coach. They've had a lot of success over the last few years. Stumbled at the final hurdle. Here they are. They're in the grand final. Fucking, I, I wouldn't be unhappy to see them fucking win and get the monkey off their back.
0: Why do you give a fuck about another team getting the monkey off the back?
1: Huh? Because I what care about, about the West about, Tigers
0: I... and their monkeys. They got a jungle full of motherfucking orangutans. <laughs>
1: <don't> you they? <laughs> got fucking Planet of the Apes. Rise of the Planet <laughs> of the. Apes. They rose all the way up the Tigers' back. <laughs>
0: That's the thing I just, I, I, I just can't Can't get excited About any fucking team Other than my own And also Like a team like just, South, we'll, we'll It's get, a bit we'll, like, like
1: Jono's question the other day: like, Do you love the game well, it's the coming, I'm, coming up
0: to, I'm coming up to that So let's not Fucking oh. spoiler Jesus Christ Right. Huh? We'll get into The fucking grand shoot a man final in we'll, now. we'll get into The grand final Shit later as well Because you know Let's face it It's the only preview We've got to do <laughs> This week So let's not Blow it all now In the first 20 minutes um,
1: Story of my life Do you say minutes Or seconds
0: <laughs> Dashing Dan one <laughs> Make sure you mention this week I'll probably make an appearance at El Loco it should boost the number of female fans coming. <laughs>
1: yeah, fucking like wow, our resident fifth grade cricketer.
0: Yeah, what's I said. I, should boost a, I said it boosts the number of fifth grade fifth grade yeah.
1: fucking cricketers. What about him like, oh Pat up can't like, oh, I'll fucking send a couple of Yorkers your way or a fucking couple of bean balls. Fuck, I'll pat up. I'll get a couple of Libra Fleur Ultra things with wings and fucking stick them on. Fuck off, mate. Fucking fifth grade Don Bradman oh. cross with Brett Lee to fucking put a bell in the ball. And
0: I'd like to officially announce the uh, the third bout.
1: <laughs> on, the, on the car park program I'm putting together oh, for Sundays. He uh, won't even rock up. There'll be some bullshit excuse. Oh, fuck, i got, got herpes at the Sefton Playhouse last night and I'm in hospital. Like you haven't <laughs> a microsurgery. I need to reattach years. my penis. Yeah. With microsurgery? <laughs> <laughs> I did say microsurgery.
0: <laughs> Andy underscore Seegs. Possibly, the, the, or the best possible outcome for grand final day, Robert Louis turns up to El Loco. Hash beheading. <laughs> <laughs> of course, I said all welcome, and uh, Robert Louis, you're most definitely welcome, and I hope they serve beer in glass bottles. Or at, cruisers. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> what, what, <laughs> Drink
1: the bar dry, son. Or
0: right, they got sharp knives, but in the kitchen, then <laughs> I could borrow one. <laughs> at Tall Hayden. Holy fuck, I'm just going to get maggoted at El Loco on grand final day. Who knows if I'll even watch the game. <laughs> Who said that? <laughs> Tall Hayden.
1: <laughs> the guy with the bucket on his head.
0: And Andy sees again he said, El Loco could get messy. Half the attendees won't even want to watch the grand final. So, uh, very uh, yeah, complimentary tweets there.
1: What's going to happen afterwards? Well, the game this, will finish at what nine thirty uh, or
0: yeah. Is everyone going to stay at
1: El Loco, or are we going to meet somewhere else, or are we just come back to the hotel because you're going to have to carry me?
0: To be decided by the people who are staying at El Loco, I would imagine. I mean, if there's because if there's another place, if they're open late enough, you know, I'll be hungry again. I'll be I'll I'll have some more fucking tacos, shit yeah. But if you know if there's something else on the
1: on the on the go, then I'm all for that too. Eddie NZ. Who's going to be the ringleader of the fucking group? Not Look, a fucking Dogs or a south fan. i was like, Yeah, let's catch up afterwards. And you get done by 60. And now, oh, fuck that. I'm going home. And everyone's yeah. left in limbo. Yeah, exactly.
0: All they can say. think a
1: afraid. Tigers fan or something. They'll be there for the long haul.
0: I'm thinking, I'm, thinking, uh, I'm thinking Mitch
1: Doyle. He might be the one. Oh, you can't rely on a Mitch. He was mate. the one that suggested El no, Loco. He cannot, cannot. rely on a Mitch. He suggested El Loco. And... Um, He's yeah. half turned me around there,
0: but... He, he's, he likes he's a feed. He likes a feed, so he's he's a fairly reliable... Uh, <laughs> yeah.
1: for, for at least if we, for, if we rock up wherever he is, at least we know that there'll be... we really a good feed, yeah. yeah. And uh, No disrespect to Mitch Doyle
0: Or Matt Moylan. <laughs> Eddie NZ. Hoping that this weekend league crew get good coin for their grand final tickets. Fuck going to watch the Southwest dog final. Dogs final. Well, the truth of the matter is, Eddie, that we didn't actually have our fucking tickets... Until Monday morning at 10 a.m., whereby through the good graces, the good graces and generosity of one of our listeners and sometimes sparring partner, G.T. Johns, he uh, can't make the grand final, has other 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 commitments, so he very kindly uh, gave me his uh, he's a member of the Bulldogs and he very kindly gave me his uh, AAN number, so that we could purchase some tickets uh, from the re-released allocations on uh Monday, so thank you very much sir and uh, got some good tickets too i mean it 's funny we paid about four hundred dollars less than we were going to have to pay to get tickets about six rows closer to the action crazy <laughs> it 's crazy shit um, Rob shots I find it hard to picture Kevin Hayne without a bar still wrapped around his head while you hold his south membership a loss now and uh, there was some, I saw some other feed, other feedback on the um the South membership thing with uh Kevin Hayne. Does drive around in his car. He does have the members two thousand fourteen stickers on his car. Apparently, pretty fucking ordinary. I mean, look,
1: you'd, no you'd disrespect like to think, Kevin Hay or Matt Moylan, but I'm just saying that it's not a good look. It's not a good look, and yes, because I it's mean, not like he's in the commentary team, you know, and he's a former yeah. Roosters player, chumming or, it up or, with Roosters players yeah, and or, going, yeah, we could be going to the grand final, brother. Yeah. You know, or he's not a, a a general manager of football for an NRL Who team. Who actually
0: did the right thing and just that look exactly. like I'm gonna abstain from you know commentating this game.
1: That's that's quality. Yeah. I don't everyone you can't not Sorry, you can't be a referee and not have been a footy fan at some point in your life or yeah. continue to be a footy fan. Yep. I I completely understand it. Yeah. Should there be, you know, a protocol... P- people can't bet on games. Players can't bet on games.
0: Maybe they should declare their interests as far as who Players they Players can't bet on
1: games that they have a vested interest in, right? Yeah. Can they bet on games... They can't bet on games They can't, can't bet rugby, on rugby,
0: they league, can't on rugby, league, rugby right? league all, yeah.
1: Yet, someone that can have such an impact on the outcome... Yeah. And I'm not as rest-faulty in fucking conspiracy theory as you, but it's not a good look at the very least. No. You know? No.
0: And when as much shit happens as does, you think, well, you know... <laughs> Shagger 113 A little late listening this week, but uh, Farrah Soze is possibly the best thing I've ever heard come out of uh, Nate's mouth. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it.
1: Do you know what I reckon you should do? What's that? I reckon you should get your referee's license and go and referee some, like, under-10s oh, games, under-11s sweet. games. sweet. I would love just to do that. I just think you would have a greater appreciation. Because I've tried ref games at training between two under sevens games and i would be like, you know what? I'm not going to bad Kevin Hayne.
0: <laughs> I appreciate I appreciate it's a difficult job. I, I, you know, no disrespect to Kevin Hayne. <laughs> or Matt Moylan. No disrespect at all, but this cunt's getting paid a lot of fucking money and he has...
1: Referees earn 100 grand a year.
0: And he's got the finest tools in the game. Referees yeah, earn a 100 grand a year okay, and the
1: people well. they officiate are, are upwards of, you know, several hundred thousand, most of them. Mm-hmm. I, I just, you know, it's not major coin. When he's got when he's got no. It's in not, a billion dollar enterprise.
0: No, I thought it was more than hundred grand. So no, it's not. It's not. It's not great money, but it's okay money. he's you know, decent. And um, you know, the the tools they have at their disposal that you don't have refereeing an under tens match, for example, like video and you know the yeah, ability yeah. to call a guy, converse with a second referee, blah blah blah.
1: Tell you what, the under sevens love it when I tell them I've got to go to the video ref and I pull my phone out of the pocket <laughs> <laughs> and they all sit there with bated breath. I'm like, nah, sorry, guys, no trouble. You need to get like and a, then they you know, blow up and I'm just
0: like, you need to have a screenshot to you know for the size of your thing, so you just go, "It's coming back, it's coming back, it's coming back." Sorry, guys. Especially no, with try. Yeah,
1: with a <laughs> your I, picky picture. I love it. Try Jackson's got this real thing with the fucking Superman dive with the body out of bounds and put the ball down. He fucking yeah. practices it all. So time. he's, di-
0: he's diving out. He's diving out of bounds on purpose now,
1: just to fucking uh, yeah, like he, he'll take a help. bit of contact and then contort himself yeah. and get it. Oh, dad, I got it down. No, no, you didn't. And he's clearly got it down. Oh, fuck, he blows up. I love it. <laughs> no, no, try mate. <laughs> As long as he's don't not argue claiming. with the ref, Jackson. Remember what I've told you. As long as he's not, as long as he's not
0: claiming it when he doesn't. Nah, you no, know, nah. like he's been yeah. to an or you know one of those. Do yeah, down. Of those. I don't know. Unky D, who did the so brave song? Brilliant. Captured years of in jokes and hashtags in decline brilliantly. It's a good man. Soulsy zero four. As I, as I said last week on the show when I played it. Is he um. He's not coming to the meetup? He uh, sent an email and an RSVP that he would be. He's doing something the night before, like it's like a Bucks or something, oh. something pretty hectic, but he he's said he's
1: coming. Is he allowed to bring his guitar? Could he fucking put on a bit of a show? Oh, or is he I, fucking, I know. you know, is he there for leisure time?
0: Well, I mean, you know, he's probably there to get on it like everyone else. Yeah,
1: oh. you know, he's on the clock. Rock out a bit of fucking karaoke, whatever. Yeah, and Woody Siler, you, you can come and do your Todd
0: Greenberg song. He's fucking a concert.
1: Is there room at our Loco yeah, see, for a concert? See, I don't know. Do we need- <laughs> we've got 30 people. It's probably going to be the size of a fucking phone booth. Yeah, I mean, they <laughs> even, 30 people in a told me, and a They
0: haven't told me that like, we've booked the, the entire place out or anything. So, <laughs> I don't know. Um, Mr. Underscore Shando, or Sando, depending on where he's comes from. Twill cat was obviously hungry. Instead of threatening to brain the little guy, try hooking him up with a tin of whiskers. Hash cat watch hash R S P C A
1: Fuck feeding that thing, it's annoying. To which
0: I replied, I mean, the little cunt does get fucking fed every night and every morning. However
1: You feed your cat twice a day?
0: Yeah, we give some dry, so she's got something to munch you on been through the day and, and then and give it. Oh she
1: says she's you know,
0: she's yeah, you know, she's, you know, she's not she's not a fat cat or anything. No. Nah. But um yeah, we'd give her some drys to get you know, to munch on through the she days. Must have a meth
1: yeah. habit if you're feeding her that much. Yeah, and, no, it's that give her and give her the you know the the good stuff at night time. I think she's trading the whiskers for some meth.
0: The problem is we've got <laughs> lots of cats in the areas, and they come down and you know hang around the other side of the sliding doors, and she wants to get the dick, and you know she's not allowed outside, so <laughs> she wouldn't just ask and, and you know it becomes audible while we're recording the podcast. Gotcha. You fucking what, mate? Fucking shit cunts. Don't even mention my hash justice round tweets. Me and my mateys will shank your mum at Woolies. <laughs> kids got fucking anger issues at Jim, man bear pig a little bit of magic left the world when Nate declared that nipples don't grow on trees hash careful what you suck in the woods <laughs> I don't even remember that to be honest but there you go uh, Ben said hash I would rather my park bench than listen to Nathan Gills bleat on about manly again this year good pod we might have to do a bit of a manly update just for you Benny <laughs>
1: I now, keep reading that as I'd rather park my bench.
0: <laughs> yeah. And it's just yeah. I'm just not that bully. Some of the, some of the Tourette's guy came up with um he really hates the roosters, I found he's actually far more abusive about the roosters than Ben Zett ever was. Serious? Yeah, far more far more. It's not even fucking close. Although then they got into each other. And it was on yeah, between the two of them, yeah. yeah. So, and it was
1: car parks all around again. Yeah. Twitter's handbags in the car park.
0: Yeah, Twitter's a volatile place. Now, last week, Arpoch was saying he had the meeting, um, the meet-up with JR underscore Buff, random, and we sort of you know, speculated it was a peep show and all that sort of yeah. thing. The real story JR_Buff was... JR
1: underscore Buff didn't actually say he was a cunt, so it clearly didn't happen.
0: Yeah, so the story is as follows. Okay, it was at the Bundy Local League Grand Final on the weekend. I was drinking, using my This Week in League cooler. Next thing, this random buys me a beer. I was like, what the... He JR underscore Buff goes were r and I loved Twill too. His brother-in-laws with a mate who I used to play with so he found out who I was and bought me a beer later back at Westies after the Mighty Panthers won the grand final we had one or two more. Thus had our random meetup. then went to the peep show. LOL as if Bundy has a peep show.
1: Yeah
0: it was back at r house. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. he, was he was just like, opening up zip his zipper his going peep and then <laughs> zipping it back up and <laughs> repeat. <laughs> 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 NQC underscore Jono shit mate can I go home yet no no <laughs> just wait it just gets interesting <laughs>
0: NQC underscore Jono yeah, quality episode once again gents question for discussion in which order would you put your fandom of your team game and the NRL so he says for me I'd be a fan of rugby league first and foremost team second and the NRL itself way behind in last
1: yeah i will be the same
0: I'd probably go team Rugby League, NRL, team, Manly, Daylight, Rugby League, NRL, I reckon. Because, you've got to put it this way, like, you know, you've, been, you've you've, sort of been through this situation, so you probably know better, but, I mean, I briefly had a time where it was like that as well, but, like, if Manly weren't in the comp, like, if they, you know, like, went out, like, Norths or something, I would fucking struggle. Like I'd probably watch games and stuff, but nowhere near with as much interest. That'd probably be I, you know, I'd watch a Friday night football game, and you know, I wouldn't yeah. try and watch all fucking eight games like me, I do.
1: It took me. till about two thousand and three. Yeah. Um. Two thousand and three, and then really from two thousand and four, um, I really like. I always I okay. If someone said, "Who do you support?" I'd say West yeah. Tigers from the time they merged. Yeah. Who do you support, West Tigers? Okay. And I'd know who played for them, and I'd keep up with the results. Yeah. But as far as sitting there making sure that I watched every single game every single week and making a point of it and yeah. structuring weekends around yeah. it and, like, st- stupid shit that I do now. Yeah. Um, there was a couple of years of lull where you just yeah. sort of went, fuck. You know, like, yeah, used to get we used to get thumped every week. But it was still yeah. my team, you know. It was from, yeah. like, that's a fucking lot of history from the time I was yeah. fucking three. Yeah. Or whatever, like old enough for my old man to take me, you know, riding on top of the esky that he used to fill with booze before driving me home, quality yep. parenting, to lidka <laughs> Um And then season tickets at Campbelltown. Like, they were real, like, that's my lasting memories of me yeah. with Dad, you know, yep. is yep. footy, um, and spe- especially those Magpies times when I was growing up. So yep. there was a couple of years lull, and then 2003 and 2004, really, I got um, Foxtel again and um and and put it back on, and I watched I made sure I watched fucking well two thousand three, two thousand four started, yeah really again, so <clears throat> I think um I've only realized this year just how much I do love rugby league as as a sport, yeah, you know, coaching the boys and yeah, being yeah. involved in the club, and you know like it's just it's just it's always been there, but it's more amplified now or it's probably just dawned on me just yeah, how much yeah. I love the sport, you know, yeah. I'll go and watch. Fucking under 10s, yeah. you know, and whilst Jackson's stuffing around down the park or whatever and this, yep. you know, on a Friday night, if we're down at Coles or whatever and you can see him setting up for a game, sometimes we'll go down, Um, you know, if, of clearly if the Broncos aren't playing. Yeah, and that's another thing, I've, you know, you have got the Broncos yeah. tickets. It's time with my mates. We love footy. Yep. You know, sure, we don't, you know, not Broncos supporters per se, but we go there and watch footy and yep. enjoy ourselves. So, yeah, I'd have to say I love the game first. Um, Very closely followed by my team. Yeah, like I don't get these dudes like North Sydney
0: fans. Even <coughs> once, you know, the, the, the majority of them that came across the manly, I was like fuck, don't know how you do it, cunts. Don't know how you do it. Like Northern Eagles thing, I've you know, I was <clears throat> I try I tried to I I tried to like, you know, just flip a coin on this on supporting them or not. And I was just like, fuck it. First game's against Newcastle who were um, you know, a good team at the time. And I'm like if they can fucking if they can knock over Newcastle, I'll support these cunts. And then they fucking smashed him. <laughs> I was like, oh fuck, all right. Guess I'm supporting these cunts then. <laughs> but then when when you start to hear rumors, you know, whispers about the Manly thing, and then the then the fans started chanting Manly at the games instead of you know anything about the Eagles. and I was like, uh, here we go, here we go. And then fucking, I don't know. Maybe my passion for Manly is fucking a thousand times more. You know, since then as well. I can't mean. I, th- you know, I thought I, you know, I thought I, you know, was passionate about him beforehand. But I think once you fucking get it ripped away, and then you get it back again, or second chance. I dare say it's probably become more uh, fanatical since then. And the NRL, I mean, I just, you know... Is that just like the NRL competition? You know, because it, it sort of goes a little bit hand-in-hand hand with your team. It's not like your team's going to become a Super League team. You know, like a, 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 I, a Super I, League I, team or something like I that. Put I put mean,
1: la- the NRL last because... Todd Greenberg's a cunt. <laughs> I, just, I just think that they're fucking... They are successful despite themselves yep. in a lot of ways, you know, and they could be, you know, not that the NFL is is some shining light of 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 sporting success or, or uh, certainly with some of the player behaviour. Yeah, goes, they have their issues too, but you know, it's a pretty it's a pretty slick operation. Yeah, you know, um, and I just think the NRL sells itself. Short with some of the narrow-minded and and small small scale small picture yeah. sort of thinking that they have from time to time.
0: It's just amazing the shit that goes down behind the scenes in the NFL. You don't you didn't watch Hard Knocks there? Mm-mm. Fucking just just pick up season nine. I'll give it to you on USB. The season nine of Hard Knocks is like five episodes and just follows a team from like they're coming back into training for the start of a season until the end of the preseason games and then. And they just focus on one team. And this year it happened to be my team. So, I mean, I was you know, far more interested. It's the first time I've watched it. And I was just like, fucking, I wish I had watched every season. This It's just such a fucking great insight into mm. the training and the injuries and like, everything they fucking go into. It's just great. But um, And it's HBO. I mean, it was, you know, fantastic at sports document, documentaries anyway. But um, fucking amazing. Uh, Jack Dorigo, 1917. Maybe the first tweet of uh, Jennifer's that we've read out. Look, I want to go so far as to say that she's potentially our oldest listener. And uh, she said, okay, so it's time to close the windows, blinds, and pretend the language coming out of my unit isn't real. That's good fun. <laughs> <laughs> and, what a uh, good sport. And, fi- and finally, always has to be something about a Mitch, right? The perm, Mickey T, 1985. Oh, this I knew there was a reason why I'm marrying my fiance. We were talking about kids last night, and I jokingly said, what about Mitch? Upon reflection, she turned to me and said, fuck no, that's a shit name. He's on hash wafer hash perfection.
1: It's um, it's a sad indictment on the Mitchells of the world.
0: Yeah, when the perms, yeah,
1: you know, having that name rejected. When or, when having sex with with Michael is still a consider, you know, an, an option to be considered. But calling your child Mitch is off the table. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, on Facebook. You guys surely have seen this. I put it on Twitter as well, just for those who, who didn't, because I just I, honestly I didn't think enough people were seeing it. But. uh We had a a surprise from the Penrith Cheer Girls. A couple of them, including our own beloved Danny Tequila. Much loved. Beloved Danny Tequila, my goodness. Our absolute favourite. And uh, she did the Ice Bucket Challenge and nominated us. So what this means is, we we both did it weeks ago. Maybe even months. But we're going to have to figure out a way to get up again
1: and do it again. Look, there's... Probably gonna come a time at El Loco where I'm gonna get a schooner glass filled with ice water
0: over and just head. pour
1: it over you. Yeah, yeah. Over, yeah. You. I'm fucking do it to over your head, <laughs> But um,
0: but well, Danny, if you're listening, <laughs> odds, odds. You know, chances are you're not. But if, but if anyone's listening who may you know uh, bump into Danny, let her know that she's welcome to come to El Loco. For sure, and you know, and and she can she can tip a couple of glasses of ice over us there if she if she so desires. To uh, otherwise, we'll just do it ourselves properly. You know, at some other time. Just give us
1: pre-warning everything. so I can bring an extra shirt. Or yeah. maybe I'll just go shirtless for the rest of the day. What a, uh, geez,
0: whatever. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. I mean, you know, we're not going to Stereo Sonic. We're going to fucking that uh, Royal Grand Final, dude. <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 it's gonna be heaps of doggies fans here. Eh? Oh, right that's in. true. Yeah, they'll be Myron. <laughs>
0: Uh, Brendan Kelly Gents As always A joy to listen to the banner And laughs on the way to work Now I have to say I'm a Roosters fan A humble one at that Yes they do exist and this week I've heard nothing but conspiracy and even Uncle Nick paying off the refs. Loved your real talk regarding the NRL lack of intelligence to think up such an elaborate sequence of events to call a knock-on in the last 30 seconds of play. The NRL can't even define the difference between a chicken ring and a chicken wing and a handshake. Keep up the real talk, boys. You know people are listening because you're forever being quoted on telecasts and footy shows.
1: <laughs> I like uh, to think that's just a coincidence,
0: but... Which means, you know, Japanese, like, do your best.
1: Get fucked. Um... Is that what it means? No, no, it means like, you
0: know, do your best. Oh, ah, okay. You know, like, good luck. So you sort of say it, say it to someone before, they're going to go, you know, like, you know, you'd say it as like, you know, guys running on the footy field or, you know, about to do something. It's fly like a you plane know, into a boat or something. It's like, it means like, yeah, you know, like, you know, try your best, do your best, but it's, you know, like, good luck, you know, that sort of thing as yeah. well, so.
1: Yes. Now, look, uh, I was thinking on the drive up. Yep. I copped a bit of flack about when I first started calling Tedesco hot sauce. People were like, mm, whatever. <grunts> Then, I don't know if it was sports bet or someone just this season when like he a was killing it at actually the start. photoshopped it. Yeah, like yeah. I was like, hang on a sec. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're and I'm not, I, I like to think, because I'm a very humble man, Nathan. Yeah, I'm very humble. Yeah. As I've said about myself numerous just times. Just ask you. Well, look, if you ask me, I'll talk about myself for a considerable amount of time. And how humble you are. Before telling you how humble I am, um, because I'm very <laughs> humble. So, so humble. So, I'm, so, I'm not going to so, so say so that humble. I'm the only person capable of having such an awesome idea. So humble, your but, name should be Tom Humble. <laughs> oh, fucking
0: sell me <laughs> short. Why do have. I... Clint Humble.
1: Police. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not saying I'm the only one who could, could have come up with it, but, you know, just saying, a little bit coincidental for my liking. Yeah, along with a thousand other things that people, you know. Yeah, footy food. show, fucking, yeah. you know. Come yeah. on, guys. Come on. Give us a shout out. Like. We're humble guys. So humble. I've just said. So, so, so humble. humble.
0: <laughs> 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 now, we got an email from Timmy. He just couldn't wait. Oh, sorry. No, sorry. One more on Facebook. Steve Bonaventura. Well, Channel 9's finally got their precious South Sydney Rabbitohs in the grand final. Will there be enough time before the game to interview all 45 Burgeye brothers? Interpreters on hand, of course. Mama Burgeye and Rusty Crow snuggling up to each other in front of the fireplace and Ray Warren giving an in-depth description on the Rabbitohs' history, expanding on each and every insignificant descriptive word. Take a bow, Channel 9. Take a bow. That's <laughs> <laughs> fairly <feel> like condescending. <laughs> yes, yeah, a bit, bit snarky there. I mean, you know, how dare you dump on the NRL grand final like that? just wait just you wait um got an email from Timmy McIntyre who of course was the, the guy that started this the, the brawl on the sideline in the fucking bounties and entrance
1: game from the weekend who was seen from row after the fight started he was seen from row 12 of the grandstand just lobbing water bottles into the middle of it
0: <laughs> but uh he, he mentioned he, he mentioned uh, about a week or two ago that he updated his review on iTunes and um and uh he uh It didn't show up on our updated feed of of reviews and everything, so we didn't read it, and he he clearly got too excited by this, and he emailed me to say, you know, here's my review. It's a great show about the greatest game of them all. It's nice to listen to non-ex-footy players talk about footy and give their thoughts on any matter going on throughout the week. It's easy to get involved with fans and the hosts, even with the old people In yesterday's news in the Clinton-Ron Howard of brothers Andy Sieg's and Unky D. Uh, Every time the hosts read an Andy Sieg's and Unky D tweet, it should be called the next Johnny Depp movie as no one gives a shit. (laughs) Keep up the great work, love always Luigi two point and I just realised why that tweet's not showing why that, that review's not showing up because you swore in it, Timmy. You jerk. And um and iTunes have probably
1: fucking stupid jerk.
0: Yeah, <laughs> iTunes have probably sequestered that for being you know abusive language even though it was abusive towards the Valentes and you know
1: And that should be universally accepted the world yeah. over. I mean
0: you should be featured on iTunes for that, let's be real. And finally function, this is your last chance, motherfuckers, for us to nag you about it anyway, we'll let you know about it. Sunday, October 5th, El Loco, 64 Favreau Street, Surrey Hills, starts at midday, they open at midday. At the moment, I've told them to expect about 25, or I think they said it's okay if we go a bit over, and we already are a bit over that, just as a courtesy thing for them, so they can segment enough of the place off. I'm not sure how many it holds, I've never been there, but um, just if you get if you're going to come, Send us an email to hello at thisweekinleague.com. Subject line, put El Loco. Just, if you haven't already, just so I can give them another heads up, you know, maybe on Friday about, look, this is pretty much close to what we think. I mean, you're welcome to rock up. Otherwise, I'm sure, you know, there's not going to be too many hassles about it. But it's just so they allocate enough, you know, seating and, you know, just general floor area to us because uh, I believe it would be a combination of seating, seated and standing space. And I uh, just want to make sure we've got enough because um don't want to get too close to anyone. <laughs> I don't want to have to wear a fucking SARS mask alright
1: Jesus you're so, not yeah. very humble
0: Come try... <laughs> need Well, it's humble. not. it's not it's not a lack of humility that learn. makes me think that you, you know there's potentially humble. diseased people walking amongst us
1: well look I'm, I think you're going to be safe if you put you at one end of the room and, and fucking Dan Birdo at the other end I think you'll be alright yeah the fuck true. knows what you catch from that bike. Yeah. Poor cricketing ability for starters. Yeah, is but- that contagious? <laughs>
0: <laughs> i he walking around like Phil
1: Hughes. And <laughs> Here, Dan, I bought you a beer. Oh fuck, he's dropped it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so yeah, but you know, seriously though, we we would love to, to meet as many of you guys as um as we could. So uh, please come along uh, if you can before the grand final. And I uh, did a bit of looking into the the trains and transport situation for the grand final after three pm. They they're going all day out to Ainsad. They've got expresses uh, express, you know, special event services running from Central all day. But after three o'clock they're running every ten minutes. So like I wouldn't mind, you know, probably shooting through about three thirty, get there close to four, watch the interstate mm. Reggie's final and uh then the grand final after that sounds good and and of course if you're at the game you can't make it to uh, El Loco and you're at the game, we'll we'll send out a tweet when we get there and where the closest bar is and we'll sort of hang out there and have some drinks and everything before we go in and uh yeah, if anyone's at the ground feel free to come and meet us and, you know, fight us. What, what do you think?
1: <laughs> what are you I'm talking saying? about?
0: I was <laughs> saying, there's some, there's, some, there's some cunts out there. They might want to get touched up on Grand Final Day as all. Well. No one wants awesome. to fight me, man. I'm
1: universally <laughs> loved. <laughs>
0: News and the first story, the DALEMs, last night that took place, and Jared Hayne and Jonathan Thurston created history by being crowned dual Dally M Medal winners. The first time in the award's 34 year history that joint winners were named. Hayne and Thurston were crowned at a glittering gala event inside the star last night where a who's who of Rugby League attended. It was Thurston's third Dally M medal after previously claiming the NRL's top individual award in 2005 and 2007. The only other player to win three Dally M medals is Newcastle immortal Andrew Johns. Uh, Thurston and Hayne polled 32 points. Three clear of Sam Burgess who was one point clear of Gareth Widdop and Ben Hunt. Hayne polled two points in the final game of the season, a match where the Eels were pumped 33-20 by Canberra, which is, 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 is a jiby, so we'll talk about that. Uh, Thurston grabbed one point for his effort in North Queensland's 30-16 round 26 win over Manly in Townsville. It was a tight and exciting finish, and uh,
1: yeah. I don't have a problem with it, and people were ca- carrying on about the, the voting um, and how it all comes about. I, I think Thurston had a little bit of a slowish start to the season and really came on strong. Yep. Uh, as the season went on. I think Hayne was probably consistently one of the best players and most dangerous players throughout the season. So, don't have an issue with it. I think they're probably amongst the two best players in the game and, and deserve to be recognised as such. Thurston's quote was, it's great to be
0: standing here. Jared had a great
1: year. Congrats
0: to the big fella. He was great through State of Origin. And when asked about uh, joining Andrew Johns as a three-time winner, although Thurston's really a two-and-a-half-time winner, Joey's an immortal. And if I- <laughs> Joey's an immortal, and if I have half the career he had, I'd be ecstatic. To have my name mentioned alongside him is mind-numbing and humbling. Look, I'm shaking. And uh, Arthur Summons praised Thurston, saying, He'll go on to become an immortal. I wish I was half as good. So Thurston pulled six points over the final three rounds to finish on 32 points. And um, look, I think Thurston... Very deserving of, of where he is, uh, and the last round game, I do remember the the wife beater having a the you know man of the match award and everything, so you know yeah he didn't get he didn't deserve to get three points in that game, I suppose, but Jared Hayne gets pumped in the last round he scores two consolation tries after the Raiders are leading by about twenty six points. Not sure he gets two points in that game to be honest, when is a game that the eels were never in? That's that's the only issue I have with it, and I mean, let's face it, he had a great year too, probably more sustained greatness than he did in two thousand and nine, you know, because he was pretty good over, over the, the whole season, season. Yeah. yeah. But and you know he deserves reward for that, et cetera, et cetera. But I just think it's you know I don't think he was a two point guy in the final round, which is kind of decisive. So uh, that's that's my only real knock on it. A um, lot of a lot of refs' fault on the on the on the results. So like. Uh, <laughs> People that couldn't handle it, you know, that Cherry Evans got the halfback of the year. And he didn't
1: as many People points. People claiming, you know, conspiracy because Ben Hunt, I mean, Cherry Evans, there was times during the season, not so much at the back end, but earlier in the year and Through,
0: like, July, August, he was, like, unstoppable. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And Ben Hunt had a couple of... He, he dipped at about a point in the season as well when the Broncos mm-hmm. form dipped. Yeah. Uh, I do Fuck, I just think people are just clutching its jaws. Well, it's, it's people
0: well, people see that Ben Hunt got more votes on the overall Daally m chart thing, but that's they don't take them. they, they never have take- never taken them from yeah, there. No, I mean, I mean, it's voted as a separate thing they got the nominees and they and you know they voted on whatever criteria I mean is the criteria perfect you know probably not clearly not but... probably not, but I mean at the end of the day i mean I was, as I said on Twitter last night that you know in a team like Manly, so many excellent players the points get split and shared around quite a lot so I think it's almost disadvantageous I mean that's why Andrew Johns you know won a, he, he won a Dallium I think when the Knights almost ran last mm. you know because if you're the only superstar player in a team of Gronks yeah. you know the, the points are yours more often than not and I mean Jonathan Thurston benefits from this as well um, and Ben Hunt you know I see like his points are like Bart or you know Zimbabwean dollars or you know whatever as compared to like <laughs> you know
1: and <laughs> yeah, has been a cock <laughs> Next story. Speaking good of to your, see Luke Brooks get uh, Rookie of the Year, well
0: deserved. That was fucking. That, that was on name value, you know, slash reputation alone. because Cherry oh, I mean,
1: right. so Evans was was valid, but Cherry
0: Evans was, played the whole season. that's for starters, Luke Brooks, he missed about a fucking quarter of the year. You know, <laughs> fuck
1: that. off. You missed two games at the end of the season. You cockhead.
0: <laughs> it was about a quarter. As far, as far as I recall, it was about a quarter yeah. of the season. Yeah. I mean, you can't give a guy who fucking only put thirty five percent dementia, and he played like two good games all season. I mean, I think there might have been some other rookies weren't
1: you going to move on to another
0: story? yeah but then you fucking had to bring up this Lou Brooks thing and i just yeah. like oh, I've already
1: God. given you the facts and now you're just waffling <laughs> bullshit
0: <laughs> although I do agree with some of the other things like you know the the Fralingos thing being the uh, New South Wales winning the origin stuff like that all good now
1: Jamie Lyon fucking captain captain of the year again
0: yeah center
1: center of the year again yeah fuck legendary he's got a few of those to his name now
0: yeah yeah legend um, and also said you know what just save time and make him an immortal next and you know just the segue was you were talking about Cox and I was like okay cool speaking of Cox the West Tigers have uh, signed the coach and it's a bit of a well it's not completely left field I mean his name was sort of in the mix from, yeah, from yeah, the really early stages he came
1: to the yeah, he obviously only came to the forefront late. Cause- yeah,
0: because his name was kind of mentioned all around, but he was never mentioned in the top three. You know, top two or three through the whole process. Mm. I mean, you had the guys. You know, the assistants. You know, their names were up there. You had guys Griffin, like Parish, Griffin, uh, Nathan Brown. Those names were far more, you know, bandied about than this one. But Jason Taylor. Said that the chance to work with outstanding young halves Luke Brooks and Mitchell Moses was one of the main reasons he went for the West Tigers job. He signed a three-year deal to replace Mick Potter, his first foray into the head coaching role since 2009. A former rep halfback himself, Taylor said he's looking forward to working with arguably the best young halves pairing in the game. It's a big part of why I was really keen about this opportunity. I love working with young players and have had some success with that. You don't need to tell you don't need me to tell you how exciting and talented those halves are. I can't wait. While he didn't want to make any bold predictions about where the club would finish next season, he saw the Tigers as a team on the rise. (laughs) I'm really excited. It's a big challenge, but I feel I'm well and truly ready for it. Everyone can see the potential the Tigers have in terms of the talented youngsters on their roster and some high-quality, established players. I'm really looking forward to working with them. I'll look at the roster in terms of where we think we can get to, but there won't be any rash predictions where we'll finish.
1: And with that, the memory of the great Brian Blakely is fluffed his ashes. Yes. Not a big fan of Jason Taylor during his playing days, he's a big fella. And um look, he, he, he had uh some fairly lean years at Western suburbs uh initially when he was a youngster and a couple of good years when we bought half the players from the Bulldogs. Um Lang Mac and uh Joe Thomas, Gillespie, Andrew Farah, mm-hmm. Luminaries, such yep. as that. Um great manly players a minute. Whereas he uh, he benefited greatly from playing... Uh, Ronnie Gibbs. Let's not forget Ronnie Gibbs. Um, he benefited greatly from playing around those blokes. Um, went on to play... Did he actually ever play for Manly? only got as far as the Northern Eagles, didn't he? Yeah, he played play for, for Manly. Yeah, Norths. Norths and... Um, but then
0: when Northern Eagles came... And he finished he... at Para, didn't he? Yeah, because I don't think he even played Northern Eagles, did he? Because I mean, he ended up with Kamali as a halfback in mm. those days.
1: Um, yeah, and finished finished up at Para, so... Good goal kicker. Mm-hmm. Um he's, as far as his coaching goes, um he was the man that, that steered Seattle back to the finals two thousand and seven uh before being unceremoniously uh knocked out slash sacked with the infamous Far Longo incident. I thought you were talking
0: about Seas in two thousand and seven, you were know, knocked out by Manly at Brookvale. <laughs> Sensational.
1: So um and caretaker coach at Parramatta got him to the finals?
0: Uh Didn't yeah he? maybe the finals yeah yeah maybe that I don't recall
1: um yeah, I remember that he t- he did turn him around when he took I think he took over from Brian Smith if I'm not mistaken so whilst I am surprised by his appointment I don't hate it um I I, th- I honestly thought that they were going down the Griffin path but um it's a bit nostalgic too bringing home a Magpie might uh, silence some of the the Magpie faithful. Um, that they're not getting the recognition they deserve but in some small way. And um I think he, the he you know, the halves will benefit from having his experience there and and um but it all it's all gonna come down to how you know how he gets the playing group and and in particular Robbie Farrow to engage in what he's trying to do, whether he does, you know, assert his authority and and, and try and be the dominant party there, which is clearly what's needed. So um only time will tell there and uh, I think, and I did read an article today, they've also, um, obviously, I'm not sure we mentioned that they have appointed a new general manager of football operations as well.
0: Yeah, who they uh, took from uh, Penrith. Phil Moss.
1: Yeah, Phil Moss. Yep. Um, by all reports, a, um, a a very good operator in, in what he does there.
0: Don't jinx a guy. Yeah. That good operator thing, you yeah. know, that usually means corrupt ball cunt.
1: <laughs> um, and I... You know, I hope that the, these appointments, obviously with Taylor as coach, I, I hope he's got his own strength and conditioning people. Mm-hmm. Um, or I hope they overhaul, even if they keep our existing people at the Tigers, I hope they overhaul the high-performance unit. Saw a story today Um saying, you know, the five critical things to do with the West Tigers, with, with Jason Taylor being appointed. And they mentioned the amount of Tigers injuries, and it's gone past the point of just being bad luck. It's, yeah. it's mismanagement. I was going to
0: say, just implement leg day. There's a start.
1: <laughs> Biscuit legs <laughs> get, are a thing of the
0: past. Get, get the cars get to squat. Get on the yeah. leg press machine. Yeah, just <laughs> get some of that shit going. So
1: <laughs> um, that's what I'm most looking forward to, if they can keep those young players on the park. Um, Tedesco in particular um, and, and Moses he, you know we want to talk about biscuit legs he's got pasta legs
0: like yeah. a
1: couple of fucking strips of fettuccine yep. coming out of his shorts so yeah that's, that's key for the Tigers if they keep players on the park get the coach engaged with the playing group um, you know score's the limit Nathan yep you know Jason Taylor might not want, might want to talk up the club's chances but yeah. I know someone that does and we'll get to that
0: yeah now I grant my episode answer. one next year Grant Mayer said that uh, Phil and Jason embraced all the criteria the club set for these roles and knowing they've shared a strong working relationship in the past, the board and management have great confidence they'll lead the West Tigers forward. The partnership between Phil and Jason is imperative with both given very clear objectives. Phil will manage the entire football program with Jason taking on the core coaching responsibilities for the NRL squad. The demands for head coaches these days are so diverse that having Phil in the general manager role will allow Jason to do what he does best. So yeah, I wonder if they picked up Phil from Seek. Because that was the ad Yeah The general manager one
1: Now I wonder <laughs> if they did that Because it was part of the policy Of the club That they had to advertise They had to advertise externally
0: Yeah And then yeah Or well, maybe it was like A bit of smoke and mirrors Like they put it out there a
1: bit fucking laughable
0: They put the, they, I, they didn't, paid, I didn't
1: even get a response To my application they, they
0: paid their seek money Just to put it out there And everyone's like Oh ha ha Meanwhile they negotiate And download a poach Old mate from Penrith Yeah You know but I don't know Next story, the NRL has declared it will not take any action against South Sydney over the top secret sports science technology that has helped power them into Sunday's grand final against Canterbury. On Monday, it was revealed the Rabbitohs have been using blood-energizing chips and ice fluid treatments this season that had to be cleared by the NRL because the NFL banned its use after the Baltimore Ravens won the 2013 Super Bowl. However, in a statement released late on Monday, the game's governing body said the use of the treatment that is said to allow athletes to keep cooler for longer and keep energy levels higher for longer was cleared for use in the NRL. The NRL said today it does not propose taking any action in relation to the use of iced fluid products used by South Sydney Rabbitohs. The South Sydney Rabbitohs club had provided assurance that the club doctor had carefully assessed the products and was satisfied they contained no prohibited substances and were not harmful to players. As a result, no further action was planned on the matter. Boxer Anthony Mundine introduced the controversial pro- controversial products to South coach Michael Maguire, whose players have been wearing the chips hidden under wrist-strapping jerseys and socks since round eight, ironically the same time they turned their season around. Coach Michael Maguire was reluctant to discuss the benefits from the technology that has been used in dressing shed secrecy when contacted by the media on Sunday night, but was adamant the Rabbitohs had not broken any rules. The game is very thorough in checking these things, Maguire said. We're always looking at cutting-edge stuff that can help make better players. We want to hang on to our own stuff, but I don't want to give too much away. And my sports science guys looked deeply into it before we started. This is just another one of those one percenters that every team looks for.
1: If the found has cleared it. Then they they've got no one to blame for them <laughs> by themselves if That's it, yeah. if they've got it wrong. So um, by the sounds of it, the club's done uh, done everything right by their their sports science staff to uh, to get everything checked out and, and cleared by the governing body, that being the NRL. And um, regardless of what the NFL has done, yep. the, the NRL has to abide by its own rules, and they seem to be doing that. But you know, it's a pretty big operation in a in a you know, heavy contact sport that's banned the use of them.
0: Yeah, it's funny, there's like, you know, it seemed like a bit of an ad for Mundine stuff because he's a guy that's, you know, selling mm-hmm. them in Australia. A bit of an ad for the you know, boxer or whatever, you yeah. know, whatever it is. But, um, yeah, I mean, these chips, you know, was Ray Lewis under the influence of these chips when he went, when he was killing motherfuckers back in the day? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who knows, are we, we going to see like Greg Inglis in the off-season just turn into some sort of killbot and just start killing people at clubs?
1: What about Ray Ross? Well. Oh.
0: Hmm, it's possible. The fucking jo the strands are all coming together to form an overall picture, a tapestry of murder. <laughs> but you know, the, you know what? That for me, those, those chips, especially like the ice stuff, I mean, makes a lot of sense. I mean, you know, keeps you play, you know, keeps you cool. You can perform longer, you don't get fatigued as easily. That's fucking science, bitch. But those chips, they're, they're fucking a bit power bandy for me. Yeah, they seem like they've got a bit of a power band about them. So,
1: Look, it is, like McGuire says, it's a one per cent even if it's a placebo effect. Yeah, placebo
0: uh, effect can definitely get you 1%. I mean, placebo works quite well in some
1: things. So. Absolutely. <laughs> yep. And, uh, power bands. And it's funny Benji it, wore his way after they got...
0: Yeah, and they were like actually had like a big lawsuit. They were yeah. sued for millions and millions of dollars. From I don't remember who it was that sued them, but was it a class action just for the? Yeah, I, I can't remember uh, the
1: ins and outs of it, but yeah, they they went down to yeah. the tune of of a, of a large <clears throat> sum.
0: Yeah, yeah. Now, um, this is funny. The next one is like dueling controversial versions of the same story. First version, which is a version that we all sort of heard on the you know over social media and whatnot, that are the bulldogs. Pull off a stunning coup with three of the game's rising stars, the Newcastle brothers Sioni Chanel, and Pat Matautia, agreeing to long-term deals with the Bulldogs. The highly sought-after brothers have signed lucrative four-year deals with the NRL Grand Final, starting in 2016. After their current Knights contract expires, it's understood a heads of agreement document to that effect has already been lodged with the NRL. And then the, the flip side is. CEO Knight CEO Matt Gidley claimed all three brothers have told him they want to stay in Newcastle and he remains confident of extending their existing contracts. Under current NRL rules, the Knights have until round 13 next year to change their brothers' minds i changed the brothers' names. The boys have told me they want to stay, Gidley said. We'll have a deal done with the boys and registered with the NRL shortly. Gidley would not comment further, but a club source described negotiations between the brothers' manager, Chris Haddad, and the Knights as frustrating. He also hinted at friction between the manager and the brothers. The Knights agreed to the manager's terms weeks ago, but for whatever reason, a deal wasn't done, and now it's come to this. The brothers are among the game's best young talents, with Sione and Chanel making their NRL debuts this season, and Pat considered a future top-grade player, and they've been shopped around as a package deal.
1: Just these, these are blokes that can't even agree on the pronunciation of their fucking surname. Like, exactly. Can you believe a word they say, Mr. Gidley?
0: Well, that's it. That's it. I mean, you know, their word, I mean, you need to get the signatures on there, quite frankly.
1: Hmm. Maybe they said to him, look, <clears throat> the matta Utah family is committed to Newcastle. <laughs> <laughs> the old mate said... The Matty is yeah. are committed to the Bulldogs, and yeah. this is where the confusion lies.
0: And who? And then next thing you know, the fucking Mattyas have signed The have come through
1: <laughs> up the centre and said, we're going to the highest bidder.
0: So uh, I guess we'll see how it plays out. It's got a bit of a, it's, it's like a like a Milford situation, you know. Yeah, cubed, brewing. You know, to the power of three, you know. So interesting to see what happens there. But I mean, I wonder what's going on with that manager too, like. See the friction well, between him and his clients. It's almost
1: like he's what a surprise—a manager making a cunt of themselves. Yeah, no, no doubt trying to get him,
0: and no doubt trying to you know eke out a larger chunk of change to their percentage. Increases. I reckon
1: you'd make a fair whack of cash as a manager if you went in and just said, "I work for you know a fucking way lesser percentage." Yeah, or you know, like incentives that were going to work. And for I
0: work. Plat- and I work for you. Yeah. Yeah.
1: These guys just going after the big, the, you know, the cut of the biggest fucking pie. Yeah. Just okay. Here's a flat fee. You know, whether yep. you get a hundred thousand or fucking a million a season. Yep. Here's what you pay me.
0: You'd be like Jerry Maguire, and you'd go in there and just be like, take everybody, because let's face it, there's so many. Apparently, there's so perception is that there is just so many fucking dodgy cunts yeah. playing. There has know. to
1: be a better way where you can. You know, connect with the player, connect with the club, and have a relationship with both that is really professional. And you don't walk away from the player with them thinking that you've cunted them, mm-hmm. um, and walk away from the club going, "Geez, that guy well, like, screwed us." You yeah, know? that guy's a fucking dick to deal with. Like yeah. maybe keep some integrity about you. You know, the good karma comes your way.
0: And uh, so, starting in 2015, our new business this week. In Player management this week, yeah. This week in agents, and uh, where we'll be also be an accompanying podcast where we basically run down every other agent, yeah, and and, and have one of our players on the show as a guest basically talking non stop about how excellent we are.
1: I like and where you're headed with it.
0: Look, I mean, yeah, you it know, could be, yeah, you it know, could be future in it. I mean, yeah, you know, we might have to,
1: you know, but talk the as players have so to place. cop some real talk. Yeah. Wouldn't they? Yeah, well, oh, yeah, we we would. We would love, uh, we Jay, would love to. Yeah. you play a local counter today.
0: <laughs> we would love to. We would love to manage you, Saud. But uh, you know, a couple of things you got to change about yeah. your games. Robbie,
1: stop being a cunt. Robbie, you're not bigger than the club, mate. <laughs> All right, we love well, ya. Right, we you. We love you.
0: What you would do is you would negotiate Farah to the Gold Coast or something, like just to get him out of your own
1: club. <laughs> no, please, for everything that man's done from the club, I I couldn't do that to him. Mate. Yeah, I mean, It's the heart and soul of the place. It's only right that he wants a fucking, you know, a say in, in how things are been happening.
0: In everything. All the have soul. to go past Robbie Farrow. Heart Farrah. and
1: fucking soul of the place.
0: Recaps... First off, uh, Friday Night Football. South Sydney Rabbitohs, 32. defeat the Sydney Roosters, 22. Crowd of 52,592, which is, uh, you know, good as far as these things go. Not as good as it could be, but, you know... Certainly better than last week. And the Rabbitohs, is 32, came from tries to Lottie Dikiri, Alex Johnson, Ben Teo, and a double to Greg Inglis. Five conversions from five attempts to Adam Reynolds and a penalty goal. The Roos is 22, came from tries to Mitchell Pierce, a double to Anthony Minicello, Aiden Guerra with a try as well, and Maloney, three from four conversions.
1: Roos started uh, promisingly. Incredibly well. Um, and it looked like that the uh, the same old story for South was going to uh, was going to eventuate, and they were going to fall at the final hurdle again. And then the game turned
0: on a pretty dubious penalty, Reynolds. Yep, I thought. Yeah. but it was enough just to give them that little bit of momentum to kick them off, and they were not headed from that point on.
1: Uh, no, I was very impressed with how they um, how they managed to. to, to stem the flow, because it looked like the Roosters were just going to do a job on them for that yep. first period of the game. and um, They were rolling through the middle, and then all of a sudden, Sias forwards started standing up. Um, the Burgess boys, um, I thought Sam had a good game. They rolled, started rolling through the middle. You see Reynolds getting um, more and more confidence, and, and, and things really started to flow from there. And, um, and once they got on a roll... As, as has been the case all season, they're just too hard to stop. You just, yep. you know, they get the momentum of the game um, and it takes a hell of a job to get it back off them and, and unfortunately on the night the Roosters weren't quite good enough. I saw a lot of refs fault talk from Roosters fans. I'm, I'm not not entirely convinced. Um, I, think they, I think they
0: probably, you know, if you're going to talk about the 50-50 and the penalties that didn't need to be given, I think they definitely caught the rough end of the game. I don't think they were, they were out, outright robbed. Mm. Like some teams have been. Yeah. But they certainly got none of the favorable decisions really in the balance of things. Mm. And they certainly could have, you know, Made their share of errors too. Yeah, made their share South of errors. capitalized on. Of errors, made their share of not completing sets. Yeah, uh, you know, made their share of missed tackles. Yeah. All of which can, you know, can't be attributed you know, solely at the feet of
1: the referees. Exactly right. I thought uh for CS mm. their big players, um, English, um, had some, some really good moments. Burgess was was tireless. Um, and it, it it just looks like he, you know, epitomises the South Club at the moment. They seem to be on a bit of a mission and they've still got one hurdle to get over, which we'll, we'll get to. But it's just Burgess, you know, with him leaving um, and everything, you know, his whole story at the club, the fact that he's been, you know, a big part of these sides that have fallen as well, just... It just seems this year like they are on a a bit of a roll, and his his game has gone to new levels the longer the season's gone on. And I think um, they're not going to they're not going to miss out by way of his lack of effort. That's for sure. No, no, of course <laughs> you know, not. tremendous player, and you know, they talk about players being losses to the game. I think the game's um, strong yeah. enough to to go on regardless of of the player that may leave the game, but. Um, He's had a fucking big impact on and off the field for the for the NRL, um, and, and South as a well. For, club. South, for South, yeah. Oh, I mean, his time on the Footy Show, his yeah, his, his yeah. profile has, you know, has yeah. been quite large. And to think that the Tigers went very fucking close to getting his signature, um, with Gareth Ellis. Mm.
0: Um, Manly were also
1: in there. Yeah, and and he's ended up at South, and it's a, it's you know it's been a hell of a ride for him and his family as well. Burgeye yeah. lottery. Yeah.
0: Could you imagine exactly. how
1: different... Burgeye yeah, sweepstakes.
0: Can you imagine if he had ended up at Manly, it would be like one five in a row. Yeah. And like, and like Tigers, he would have had a premiership probably by now, yeah. you know, because it's just like the missing key that, you know, would have taken it to the next level. Like, if you had landed him before that era, of, you know, like, you know, 2010 sort of yeah. thing, that, that that probably would have it been enough. Be the that the was probably that the difference maker. The yeah. yeah,
1: for sure. Um, <clears> but pretty strong performance from South. and South, they... Um, exercised a few demons. They've still got a few more to go. Um, and the Roosters, I was impressed with how the Roosters built their season. They they didn't get too far ahead of themselves. They worked on where they were. Um, you know, they obviously finished the seat last season as premiers uh, and world club champions. Um, come back and and had some unrooster like performances um, in the first half of the season. But as that back end of the season came along, they showed their true professionalism um, and built, really nicely and, and tapered well into the finals and, and were playing some, some great football but um, just done on the night unfortunately by a, a bit of a Sias, uh juggernaut that keeps rolling on but um, some good performance for them it was good to see Minichello um, you know made a couple of errors early on it's one drop bomb that Inglis took off him yep um, but finished strongly he scored a try with his last touch in the NRL which is, which is nice for him um P started really well. Um, I'm not sure mouthing off at South fans reportedly. Uh, South players reportedly saying fucking something about keep choking or you know, <laughs> relax. <funny>. Or <laughs> you know, like you look like a bit of a dick now. They don't you? now. You yeah you're, yeah. <laughs> Fair enough, you know, talk the talk. On say this.
0: that shit at full time. Yeah. If it's, like, heated and everything and not respectful, you know, yeah. if they're, they're gobbling off to you, yeah. then, yeah, you know, that's when you want to say it. Exactly.
1: Or, you know, when you're up by 24 with five to go.
0: Yeah, and then there's no chance... Son. Yeah, exactly. Then you can enjoy yourself and start, yeah. you know, really exactly. giving it to
1: Exactly. Um. But, yeah, good <clears> good season overall for the Roosters and um, pretty, you know, gave a pretty good account of themselves defending their premiership. But it just goes to show that... Going back to back is is a pretty tough task. Um especially with the, the closeness to the competition these days. There's always um you know teams that are perennially strong but also teams that come up from year to year and, and, yep. and contend. So um good effort for them to get, you know, one game from a grand final.
0: Not a good effort from Sonny Bill Williams.
1: He's disappeared. Um, I mean, it's look, thing. he's it's done. He's done everything in the game, but there's, there are a few games in his career where he's mm-hmm. he's got all the physical attributes to do exactly what Burgess did for Souse, or at least co- combat it. Yep. Um, and he didn't. He made a few errors. It's um, yeah. That's look, he made some errors in that Cowboys game as well. Yeah. That were given his penalties. They were given his so. penalties
0: actually won the game for them, <laughs> yeah. essentially. Yeah, Or um, <laughs> we'll certainly kept them in a position to win the game.
1: You always think that, you know, especially when, you know, the South were rolling over the top of them and they were putting points on, you always thought that maybe Sonny Bill will either, A, pull something out legitimately and, and turn the game yeah. or, you know, have a hand in something five plays previous that the, the commentators will attribute to him. Yep. Yeah. But, it just, you kept waiting and waiting and it didn't eventuate. And, yep. um, you know, south got the job done and, you know, against, you know, the reputation, against, um, you know, people's perceptions and and history and and, and all the rest of it um, and the pressure that they would have been undergoing into the game was a pretty impressive effort to come back, especially from come back from 12 nil down early on.
0: Yeah, and, um, you know, the pressure's even worse now for them. So we'll get to that. Uh, at Sibber. Disappointing crowd. Don't blame Chook supporters. 80K of them didn't march through Sydney. Solzy04. Congrats, Mini, on a great career. You're a true champion of the game. The rest of the Chooks can go eat a bag of dicks. <laughs> Tiger underscore Benji. In the Bible, Samson became weak when his hair was cut off. Lottie, Lottie is the anti-Samson. Hash revelation. Yeah, let's calm down. It's not a revelation. It's just, it's just, let's nip that revelation shit in the bud right now. But yeah, we'll talk about it more in the in the preview. Um, you fucking what, mate? That uh, bunnies eat chicken for dinner, served with sweet justice. Hash justice round. Hash fuck east. There's your justice round tweet, motherfucker.
1: <laughs> shut <laughs> yeah, up. Shut up.
0: <laughs> Luke Shark seventy four. Looks like single parent payments will boom in nine months. Hash rabbitos So
1: much hate.
0: It is uh, hash. Uh, sorry, at Jet Nightman. Someone needs to remind the Sydney Roosters that a game goes for 18 minutes, not 25. Bunny stuck them right up the middle. Uh, i up 23. Hard to believe the Chooks only had two Mitch-eye. They played as if they had 17 of them. <laughs> Hash, a sack, Mitch. And uh, Shane, Aaron Elvis, very proud Bunny today. Could, could have wilted after 12-0, but gave as good as we got. Better team won. Hash, go Rabideaus. Hash, 43 years. And uh, the final word to uh, the Ben Z. Destiny. The Ben Z versus Chapo in the grand final. Rejoice this weekend league. <laughs> the Canterbury Bankstown Bulldogs 18 and defeated the Penrith Panthers 12 at ANZ on the Saturday night. 46,168 the crowd, and the points went as follows Doggies 18, tries to James Graham, Josh Jackson, Dale Nukan, Tim LaFaye 3 from 3 conversions, and the Panthers 12 points came from tries to Matt Moylan and DWZ, Jamie Soward 2 from 2 conversions.
1: I think the story out of this game, other than the the dogs' ability to overcome the loss of Venice before half time, um, off the back of James Graham's play, um, again just fucking outstanding. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, when you've got a guy like that standing up, you know, on on the biggest stage and getting better and better as the season goes on and and as the games get under more and more pressure, he's mm-hmm. getting better. Um, and at the polar opposite of that. You have Jamie Soward um, in the last five, ten to 10 minutes of, of that game um, when it was there to be won. Yep. The man for Penrith putting their hand up for the ball. Do you know Brent Kite touched the ball more in the last couple of sets of six than Jamie Soward did? Yeah. In a ball-playing capacity, no less. <laughs> As a Manly fan, no, I'm fucking absolutely shocked no, about exactly. that development. But Brent White has a has a
0: habit of trying to play five 8 when it ships when it ships are down. Well you know what? Short. It's yeah. lucky
1: you fucking had a crack because they didn't have a five eight otherwise. That's it. Um again, the perception of Jamie Soward, um there, there was nothing that happened in in when that game was on the line um and in the clutch moments uh to extinguish the perception of Jamie Soward that he, he goes missing when when the pressure gets turned and the heat gets turned up um it, I was really impressed with Moylan um he nope. wanted the ball put his hand up for it and put himself in position to try and have an influence on the result it didn 't go his way in the end, but it was wasn 't through lack of effort or there certainly was no shrinking violet there um and that 's a good indication that you know he he probably has a future at five eight um Howard, you know we say is he's, he's, he's a fair weather footballer fair weather footballer and a pretty good one at that um but those guys aren't winning your preliminary finals no. or grand finals. Um, and it probably goes to show how good St George was in two thousand and ten.
0: Yeah, the rest He was of, such yeah.
1: you know, that he, he had the confidence to play behind, you know, that forward pack and with those players around him. Um They had an error free error-free forward pack that kept rolling forward, making meters and it and yeah. fucking you know and giving him space defense, and time. And so.
0: defence that didn't let many points in, so that, you know, there wasn't a lot of pressure on that front either. Yeah.
1: So yeah, disappointing for Penrith I you know, for the way that they've been playing and the character that they showed, um, for such a for them to put such a meek performance, um, in their last, you know, it was ultimately their last game of the season with with, you know, all the stakes involved. Mm-hmm. Um as much as they've overachieved this year, but in a lot of people's eyes, they this were still was there. This that, game was there for the taking dogs. Still, doggies were not good in this Yeah, game. I, I don't think the dogs were were <clears throat> overly dominant. They they had issues of their own. They they lost Ennis, um, and it sh- and it told on their performance. It really yeah, forward they,
0: passes and just weird yeah, passes they, from from dummy half. You know
1: they lacked that um, that crispness that Ennis gives them, um, and so there was every opportunity for Penrith to win that game. And the fact, like I said, they've overachieved. The fact remains they they were. They were there. They were on the stage mm-hmm. and they had to perform and their opposition was there for the taking. They'd lost their captain, they'd lost their hooker. Um and he's the guy that gives the impetus for their attack and, and gives them the direction. that They were without him. Um and, you know, Reynolds and Hodkinson, you know, that only heightens the pressure on them. They needed to to keep controlling the ruck and, and they couldn't do it and it was off the back of James Graham's play and, and the forwards following him along yep. um in his leadership and and he got the job done and unfortunately no one could stand up like that for Penrith.
0: Yeah, I mean, even though it was exciting in the last 10 minutes and, you know, there was a close game, one score in it, Penrith scored a very lucky try and the other one, you know, was off the back of a penalty and, a you know, a quick shift like right on half time as well, so... They didn't deserve to be as close as they, as they got. Mm. And it's just so fucking disappointing because I, mean, I think everyone wanted to see Penrith get through. And, you know, their soft draw, this was part of their soft draw. I mean, Canterbury were fucking there for the taking and they just weren't they just. They yeah, just, they look, just I've there. said for
1: a long time the soft draw thing is bullshit, but they really... You're trying to be a man of the people and just fucking... No, and, I'm not. I just... Is that, is you can't have a soft true. draw for 26 weeks, Nathan. It doesn't... And then through the finals. You make the top four, you're a quality side. And they showed that, you know, this was, you know... This is part of the five year plan and they there was a lot of people thinking that the five year plan had come early, but there's a reason why it was five years and not fucking two. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you've got to learn you've got to learn how to perform in those um in those situations. And with the injuries they had and the plays that they had out, um, the fact that they got to within one game of a grand final um was was super impressive. But it, the fact is they may never get that opportunity again in the next three years. That's right. Um, And and it was... And and Gus Gould will know that. Cleary will know that. They were very fucking close. Very close to being in a grand final. And um, it really came down to... James Graham and his ability to get in Jamie Soward's head, which
0: was... just it's just uh, it's amazing. A fucking wild man just in his face, just yeah. screaming at him. And you know, it was, it was great to see. I fucking I tell you, I'm I'm a big fan of James Graham after the last couple of weeks. Yeah, dude's fucking sensational. And how about when he finally gets the warning from the referees? Yeah, and he's like the thumbs up thing, like he's not looking at him like, yep, yeah, yeah, all right, yeah, gotcha. yeah, <laughs> it's fucking classic. Uh, he's a fucking funny dude. Um, Tiger underscore Benji, tonight was the first game this season. I thought Penrith could actually win, and they was shit house. Ah pop sh. Sour, six tackles, zero runs. Ha 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 Hash ha, ha. cat in the hat. Story of that night. Hammers. Can I stop liking? Can I stop liking Jamie Soward now? Ash plop plop plop.
1: Did we ever start?
0: Yeah, I, don't, I don't, you know. Be hard pressed to find anyone who admits the to PM, liking. The
1: peel was pretty impressive. Dang no, it. He's pretty wrong. impressive. He
0: fucking he fucked that too though. I mean people weren't ready to believe and they would have fucking they would push that hashtag till the cows come home and he was shooting blanks N Z, Penrith looked terrible in Dogs 20 no structure has to come back to see how having a shocker Freako9 This world is a fucked up place e.g. ISIS pedophiles Hitler Josh Reynolds getting another chance at a premiership ring GT351 underscore Johns who's a capital person just sensational thank you very much sir Fantastic effort, Bulldogs. Gutsy, tough win. Well done, Doggies, and congrats to the Panthers on a good year. Woohoo, Doggies, magic. And Shanta, 86. Well, we had a good run. Didn't think we'd be so flat off a week's rest, but Dogs always had control. Excited for 2015.
1: I think that that week's rest, for, for a side with so many young players...
0: And like a momentum-based... Yeah, I just... Yeah.
1: It it can kill, you know. It can. See, sides like Manly, yep. you would think, would benefit more experience. Well, they've been there and they know you know, know, you know, not to get too crazy, yeah. Yeah, just the young blokes. I, I think the the younger, the nucleus of your side is, the, the less likely you are to benefit from that week off. Yep.
0: Previews, down to one. South Sydney Rabbitohs take on the Canterbury-Bankstown Bulldogs. We'll be there it's Sunday. Kick off seven twenty p.m. They say, which means, and you know, given the way the NRLs be going this year, it'll probably be kicking off about nine twenty-one, and uh, obviously games going before that as well that uh, we may or may not see. Now, uh, I think it's fairly clear to say that South will win this game. Agree.
1: Well. Unless the occasion gets to them, and I think that's the biggest hurdle for SA to overcome. I think they've, you know, it looks like both teams have lost their hooker. Um, yep, probably they probably hurting have. themselves. out. I think
0: unless there's unless there's way more smoke and mirrors around Ennis than, than is actually the truth. Sure, and
1: I mean let's, they're going to let's into a lot, lot of trouble it. though. Desi's Desi's got it in his game, but yep. for Ennis to come out in front of the media and say I've got a broken foot, fuck yeah. off, sort of thing. Yeah, <laughs> like, um, but I think. It hurts the Rabbitohs being without Luke more than the Dogs without Ennis. Yep. They weren't, they weren't
0: good in the portions of the season where they didn't have Luke. No.
1: Um, it really comes down, you know, does James Graham get the Bulldogs over the line? Or do, you know, ironic that we're talking about the NRL grand final, it's come down to two Englishmen. Um, <laughs> but also, um, Inglis could have a massive impact as well. Um, yep. He's a real X factor for Sias. Um The Bulldogs don't have a single player in their side like Greg Inglis. Um, you could say Correct. that, you know, Burgess and Graham, you know, and you could whittle it down and, and, and come up with a, a, a difference of opinion either way. But let's say they cancel each other out. They've lost their hooker each. Um, I think their forward packs, you know, have their own strengths and weaknesses. So they probably cancel each other out, I think.
0: Oh, yeah, I think the forwards probably do cancel each the other out. Right. The
1: are probably stronger as with a halves pairing.
0: Yeah. Um, Kiri
1: being a little bit younger.
0: Yeah, I think they're still, you know, solid rather than creative.
1: Oh, absolutely, players, I though. agree, but just their actual pairing and their combination. And how
0: and how Hodkinson is fitness wise, I mean, yeah, you know, he hurt his knee a couple of yeah. weeks ago, It was heavily strapped and he was relatively well, he was ineffectual to the point where and he was injured to the point where LaFire was taking all the kicks at goal and stuff yeah, and, you know, he wasn't even attempting them. So
1: you know, having said that, Kiri being a young bloke, um, you know, one of these fearless sort of blokes in his mm-hmm. first grand final could come out and absolutely kill it. Reynolds or,
0: hamstrings, big X factor. Yeah. They tend to choke up in big games and you know, none bigger than the grand final.
1: <laughs> um look, he uh he's he's got some demons to exercise as well, Adam Reynolds. Um but if Sous can get I, I think it comes down to South's start. I don't think they'll want to be coming down, coming back from twelve nil down in, in a grand, grand final. final. Yep. Um, you know, the ghosts, will, the, the skeletons would come out, well and truly, out of the closet if they go down early. Yep. Um, and I think it's important for um, for Burgess to the Burgess boys to lead the way there, um, and for Inglis to really get. He, he's a guy that's been there, you know, big Origin stages. He's played in grand finals, asterisk before, um, and and one premierships that may uh, that will never appear in the record books but he's um my point is he's played in some some big games and none bigger than a Grand Final and he can lend that experience and be a calming influence on these young blokes but he has to be he has to be present and he has to be a big part of the game and, yep. and he's he's the real X factor I, I I'd like to say that you know certainly Reynolds and Hodkinson um I like Reynolds as a player, and I think Hodgkinson came on in leaps and bounds through origin and certainly um after origin uh with that experience um, a different type of player to Reynolds um but certainly very dynamic, and you know if he if English can get in his ear and, and talk him into a huge game, then um you know the Rabbitohs certainly have all the tools to to go on with it and the dogs want it to be an arm wrestle. They want it to be gritty and gutsy and scrappy and um, you know, guys like Graham and blokes like that, Reynolds, they'll they'll scratch and scratch and you'll come away with a whole heap of fucking bruises and, and some premiership rings. Yes. And that's just how they want it. Um whereas I think Souths wanna assert their dominance early through the forwards, um and you know, the young hooker there doing his job getting quality early board of Reynolds um, and get, giving some of their outside backs a bit of room to move and you know kick to the fucking corners, kick them out of the game yep. that's what they're going to have to do, get those forwards rolling, it's it's an age old tactic, um, not easy to, to carry out on the biggest stage but they've certainly got the players to do it, it comes down to execution and um, two great coaches, both sides are going to be very well coached and has may have something up his sleeve. I just think when it, you, you look across the team sheets, the the one thing outstanding for me is Inglis. Um, he, he was he had some moments last week and he has performed um, and he's won a Churchill medal before, so he has performed on, on grand final day in the past and he's, he's the one standout for me. I just think that the Dogs don't have a single player like him in their roster and that's a huge plus for South.
0: Yeah, I mean, you, you you went into a lot of detail about things. I don't think Souths are going to win this fucking in every possible department, with the exception of James Graham. I mean, that motherfucker going to be in there struggling and striving. I don't think he can do it on his own, and uh, I think he's going to have to. So you wouldn't
1: was, you wouldn't mind slipping some money on him for Clive Churchill? Yeah, he may even win it in a fucking losing side. That yep. guy, that's how good he is. Yep, exactly. Yeah. I agree. Um, I've just talked myself into a bet on James Graham, yeah, Clive
0: Churchill. Yeah, I'm going to tail that too. I think because yeah, it seems like a good bet, and he is a kind of guy that could get Clive Churchill in a losing yeah. in a losing performance. Yeah. I have a feeling though. Who that did
1: that last time?
0: Cherry Evans, last year.
1: Oh, it was it last year? Yeah. Oh, okay
0: yeah. Sorry. And um, it happened. It happened. Yeah, you know, it doesn't happen a lot, but no. I mean, it's it it's not it's not, it's not super uncommon either. I mean, you know, it's now. I think this will this will probably be embarrassing for the Bulldogs, to be honest. I think South will win by twenty at least. Uh, especially you know the dangerous thing start.
1: Is for Sias to start Thinking like that
0: It is And I hope they do I really hope they do Because you know It's hard I mean I'm trying to think Like you know Who, who you're supporting In this game Are you? Can you say That you're 100% neutral Fuck up Can't Now Not you Gliss. This fucking cat. cat Oh no I tell you Tell I'm you
1: Taking it to KFC Unbelievable i Make it choke on some Of these fucking dolls You've got here
0: Turn them into Fucking chicken strips <laughs> Zingers <laughs>
1: Oh yeah. look, you know, one of my best mates is a Dogs fan, and I'd hate to see you know him unhappy. But but you're going to back
0: South. I just think, <laughs> as far as
1: a, as far as a rugby league story goes, 43 years um, since they've appeared in a grand final. Um, it's a lot of fucking heartache. There's fans that have never seen their side have a great deal of success, and um, I think you know, as far as rugby league fairy tales go, I think there's one there for South to take, but they've got to be good enough to do it on the day.
0: So you're back and you want you want South to win. That's what you're saying. This, this is, that's a question. Who do I want to win? Yeah. Or you're like, oh, I'm 100% neutral. I don't care as long as it's a good game. I think,
1: okay. No, I'd, I would probably prefer to see South win than the Dogs.
0: I've tried to fucking work out the pros and cons yeah. of the situation. Because i in 2012. I think, look, I...
1: the Dogs won a premiership in 2004. They made the grand final um, two years ago. Yeah. You, you know, and they're... A classic example. Talking to Troy today on yep. the way home, and he's umming and auring about whether he's going to go down or not. And at the moment, he's he's on the side of no. I'll, I'll keep my cash. Yep. And and someone at work said it's really
0: expensive in the last week. Oh.
1: Yeah. Someone yeah. at work said, um, you know what? If, it's fucking. What if they don't make a grand final for another 20, 20 years? And he said, it's the fucking bulldogs. <laughs> you know. And it's one thing you can say, yeah. you know, through the 80s, through the 90s and 2000s, yeah. the Dogs have been a successful club yeah. um, and made grand finals, won premierships. And it was an interesting take, you know. Seas can't say that. No. You know, if you've got a chance it, to go see South in a grand final, you're fucking taking it if yeah. you're a Seas fan, right? Because you
0: may not live to see another.
1: You, you fucking got people that are, you know, 42 years of age who have never fucking seen it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, it was an interesting, you know, take into, into his mindset. Yeah. Um, I still hope he goes down. Um, I do regret not going down for the two thousand five Grand Final. Yeah. Um, and not seeing it on the day as as great a day as I had on the on the day. But, um, yeah, I do. That's something I do regret. But, um, yeah. I just I think it's South is a good story. Yeah, Gets and, I, and I got no I got
0: again. no regrets of being down for two thousand seven. I'm so fucking glad I was down for two thousand eight. Yeah. So uh, yeah.
1: Do you th- do you think that? You know, there's clearly a love fest between Channel Nine and South, and I don't, oh, I don't deny that for a second. Do you think if they win the competition, is up?
0: No fucking way. Really? We're going to see montages of that shit for fucking ever, and then it's going to, dri- and it's going to drip into next year, and then that's how the next year's going to start. Next well, they will be year, the defending
1: that, yeah. premiers next year, so rightfully so, right?
0: So then, all fucking year, you're going to get it all year, mm. all year. So that's one of the cons to a South win. Ah. Oh. It is. It is a con. it's it's shit's fucking irritating.
1: Of all the bullshit Sharon Oane carry on with, yeah, but I'm just saying that's probably the, the least of my. No, point. but it is
0: a con. I'm not. You know, it's you can argue about how how big it is, mm. but it's definitely is. That, that's a negative in the column of, of should South win. Sure. I mean, other you know other things. I mean, South fans I find are more objectionable than uh, than doggies fans in the most part. But once again, you got people like Chapo. You know, to see that shit? Fucking Dave McDonald. Dogs fans. I mean, yeah, even if they are fucking, you know, like half Titans fans like Davis, you know, and just jump on the dogs, you know, depending on whoever's on top of the table at the time. But um, oh, that's hurtful. it's truthful though. But um you know, they're you know, you know, you're trying I, I try and be gracious to them and it's like just irritating cunts. So that's a negative on the dog side. Then you've got the whole Hasler thing and everything like that. But then the pros, like you know you've got James Graham and yeah, you know, then you've got the upset. And your 43 years thing, that is a great rugby league story. But an even better rugby league story, in my opinion, is 43 years and choke at the final hurdle. That's another great story as well. It's a story of heartache. I mean, it's not as happy a story for South fans as your version. But it's a story. And a great one at that. <laughs> so, I really struggle because there's no way I can support South in this game. None whatsoever. None. Zero. There's... The dogs—they have got the hazel thing on the other side, though, and like it's—it's it's tough. But despite all that, I'm kind of leaning towards the dogs, and I don't understand why. I can't explain it. That just and
1: makes I, me lose respect for you. I didn't and, have a great deal left, to be honest. But and here I, we do,
0: are. I, I just maybe it's an underdog thing. Maybe it's just because you know because they're underdog.
1: I, maybe it's I, James you know, Graham. Maybe it's maybe James Graham. You
0: maybe he has. I mean, you know, he's—he's—he's he's a, he's, he's a fucking great ranger. And, you know, English and everything I mean he's got all these attributes that I find absolutely atrocious in <laughs>
1: repulsive an English ranger I mean is there anything more repulsive you may as well just have a fucking 6 foot 110 kilo anus running around on the field and I'd like it more <laughs> but here we are talking about James Graham being a hero I know. A hero I know. of his people. I know. Saint George know. himself this is no bigger hero than James Graham. This make, it, it,
0: it makes no sense. 2012 Grand Final. I'm like, oh, fuck both these cunt teams. <laughs> yeah. I don't I'm, they're, they're, they're both cocksuckers. I don't want any do it. Then I sit down and watch the game, and I'm like, I find myself feeling like, you know, fucking go storm. <laughs> you know, I hope you win. And I was like, I was thoroughly disgusted myself. I didn't understand it, but a lot of people were the same. And I was like, yeah. who knows how these things
1: work. Look, I was well, watching I must admit, Jax and I were watching the South Roosters game and he's he said, Who do you want to win, Dad? I said, Oh I, I think I'd like to see the bunnies win. He said, Oh well, I'm going for the Roosters. It's got a little bit of a thing in games not involved up against you when, when the Roosters are playing and, and the Broncos it's not against the Broncos. Yeah. It's got a little bit of a love affair oh, going okay. on with the, the Roosters. I don't oh, know okay. why. Um I'm pretty sure it's not Sonny Chip Bill. Off the block. No, it's not Sonny Bill. <laughs> What? I just feel this way when I'm watching Sonny
0: Bill Williams, Dad. I don't understand
1: it because <laughs> I'm only little. You'll understand it you'll understand it about, understand uh, it about seven yeah. years, son. I have another story that I was going to tell you, but it just sounds so fucking wrong now. Go and hit it. Leo's William, middle name is William. Uh. <laughs> and I called him Sonny Bill the other night and I was like, Oh, imagine if people on the podcast heard me call him Sonny Bill. They'd be saying all sorts of atrocious things.
0: Yeah, now William, who's William?
1: Well, I don't know, Nicklin come up with it, it's a brother's middle name and it's got some fucking Families connotation to her through. family, yeah. I don't okay. really know how it all works, but I went with it. And you're just like? I come up with Leo, and yeah. it was you know a, one of a long list of names, it was the first one that she agreed to, so.
0: Okay. What's some unsuccessful names?
1: Uriah.
0: Oh, that's right, yeah, I knew about Uriah, that makes perfect sense, yeah. Cub. Really? Cub Blakely. Really? Fucking
1: magnificent name. Is that like Cubs Cub Swanson thing or just like... No, no, I just fucking love the name. I think it's awesome. But universally panned from anyone who I ever mentioned it to, including that look on your face. <laughs> yeah, look, I don't have anything against the name per se, but I mean, a name like that... It was met with responses saying, if you call your child that, I will never fucking see you again. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I will well, learn to hate you and your family. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> not, fucking I'm, Jesus.
0: I'm not going to take you. Know, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not. going that deep on it. But it's kind of like a name like that. While like, well, I don't have anything against it, against it per se, but it has to flow with the last name, or you know, something it has to sound like a cool combination together. And I just don't, you know, I just don't know the B and the B, you know, the Cub and the, the black. I, 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 it doesn't work for me. Yeah, anyway,
1: like, uh, the story goes, we, we didn't call him Cub, Nathan. said so yeah. that's not get. How about you yeah. pop down off your fucking high horse? <laughs>
0: I just, there's no high horse. I'm just, I'm just saying. You know, I'm glad. Hang you on, I'll get you a fucking ladder. I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm, I'm glad that you didn't, <laughs> that you, you took my advice and didn't call your trial club. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so there's So yeah. Story. So you want South to win? Yeah. Disappointing. And, oh. and you know, at the end of the day, there are major, major downsides to either side winning the competition. I mean you know if you, you came across one of those skill testers and a fucking genie came out and said you got three wishes i'd be like wish number 1 please make bane come up and fucking sinkhole the fucking stadium with both teams on it and and you know and, and blow it up yeah, you're you just
1: know? being a fucking disgrace
0: that's that there's some
1: good people yeah that listen to our show and except that for james ray
0: Save James that list, Graham.
1: That, that support both teams. They're passionate Graham supporters of both these teams. that also passionately support our show, well, Nathan, I mean, and us. They, they make it. They may continue. To and support now our you're show wishing badly. that they get sucked into a fucking sinkhole oh, by Bain.
0: Oh, no, not all of them. Just the ones that are at the stadium.
1: <laughs> no, I don't
0: care. I mean, just Think, the team. Can just we, the can teams. We stop and wrap it up? Just the players. Just wrap the players. Up. Not not the fans. The fans need to be allowed to tell the tale of what they saw. Oh,
1: please wrap it up. <laughs> please. <laughs>
0: And that is full time for episode 174. As always, you can interact with us on Twitter. So follow at TWI League and Facebook, facebook.com forward slash This Week in League. And make sure you uh, hit the like button, share it around. We're getting some good sharing. You're doing a good job, everyone. Keep it up. iTunes, two new reviews this week. And the first one is from someone by the name of Pulio G. Quality NRL podcast, five stars. Good start. Yeah. Uh, a Hilarious and informative podcast, the best NRL one around. However, I don't know why I kept listening, as the first episode I stumbled across a few months ago featured two blokes commentating on shirt stock taking for half an hour and ripping into my name for no apparent reason. <laughs> Shout out to the Mitch Eye Brethren. Love the hashtags and all the Twitter talk. Keep up the great work, fellas. Up, up, granola. So, so brave. <laughs> let's be that stock taking thing was like fucking 90 seconds if it was
1: fucking like half an hour like come these on these blokes are cockheads I
0: mean they're sort of they're, they're, they're really they're blakely in the story up a lot aren't they uh, you know and the next one Many Mates Say five stars by Skippy Para, greatest rugby league podcast in the known universe agreed
1: I like it I like where you're coming from
0: tipping Fucking one to go, all she wrote. As I said last week, it was pretty much done and dusted. Oh, Whitey, he's fucking cemented his lead. He's got 137 points. He got a perfect round last week, so he picked the doggies upset over Panthers. And uh, through the finals, actually, what have we got here? Uh, week one wasn't great for him, but uh, week two and week three, he's got 100%. And that cat is going to get absolutely choked. Listen to it. Motherfucker. Go and fucking kick it. I'm not kicking your fucking cat. Just, just fucking...
1: Just noise, I don't know it? what I'd prefer more, listen to that fucking thing or you. It all sounds the same. It's just white noise to me. So,
0: Whitey, 137 on top and uh, unassailable three-point lead to Tiger's 12.0. Desi's Ducks in third on 133, tied with Dougie. David Kingston on 132, then one back to Gleeso, Shaner and Elvis on 131. And then on 130, rounding out the top ten, we have Tiger Benji, the defending champion, Voodoo Rock, and three-card Magic Trick. So, also with the shop, we still had a couple of Revelation shirts and Tigers in Decline shirts we want to get out of there. Uh, we're going to be down there obviously at our Loco, so if any Sydney people you know are coming to the meet up and they want to grab one of these shirts, let us know, we'll bring it down. And um, also one in a row shirts as well, um, next batch of those is about to go out and uh, there will be extras of those, so if anyone wants uh, a one in a row shirt, just hit me up on Twitter and uh or will hit us up on twitter and uh, I'll make sure I pack some uh, to bring down for you That's it we're done flying in see Do you a lot of Sunday you. Sunday yeah the more the merrier on Sunday I mean we're getting you know it's been a great response so far, which is fantastic you're going to see a lot of people, and I imagine we'll see our usual the usual amount of people at the at the stadium as well tends to be fewer there as well and um it's great to have the El loco thing uh beforehand smashing decent food and smash and piss and into it have a good time so yeah I guess we'll see you then
1: yes I can't wait